today's reading is Acts chapter 6, and we're seeing the stage that is getting set, uh, which is really going to be uh, a good chunk of the rest of Acts, which is to whom is the gospel going? Uh, that the power of the Holy Spirit is to proclaim the gospel, uh, but to whom? And so we see here actually beginning with a moment of sin, that the Jewish um, people who have become Christians, uh, that they, they were, as we saw last uh, yesterday um, in the last passage, beginning to share everything in common. This includes food. But what is happening is they're racist. Uh, a complaint by the Hellenists, these are the Greeks, these are the non-Jews, arose because their widows were being neglected in the distribution of food. Now, this is bad, right? Because if you're neglecting a widow, um, as James points out, you know, pure religion, a true religion is this, right? To care for widows and orphans. So not only are you being racist, but you are being sexist and um, classist because these are the poorest people. And they, it's not like they have a fallback, right? That it, if they are looking for the church to give them food, then this is probably all the food that they have. Now, what is often missed here, um, because the 12 rightly divide the duty between um, logistical ministry and preaching ministry, or as the Old Testament would have it, between priest and prophet. Um, you know, the priests were there to minister to, um, the, to the people, uh, and the prophets were there to proclaim God's word. Uh, and so we see here them clearly dividing those two. But what we often miss is that they pray and the people that they choose, Stephen, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, um, these are distinctly Hellenistic Greek names. They are not appointing their own people to oversee the the Greeks, because they understand they're the racist ones, right? They, at least they have that clarity. Um, this would be, you know, for, uh, for us, right? If you saw, you know, Grace Kim, Deborah O, um, James Park, right? If that was the names that was given, then you would know, right? Like, okay, these are Korean names. Um, they are and they are giving them authority. They prayed and laid their hands on them. They set them before the apostles. And we see that this is what causes um, it to grow. But again, not just that it grows within the Greek community, that by actually relinquishing these duties, that one of the results is that a great many of the priests, the Jewish priests, became obedient to faith. Um, you know, we talk about race dynamics uh, a lot in the Bible, and here we see a really profound truth of how God brings people in, and it is, that is that he, he knows and respects and utilizes our cultural differences, but not for our own culture, but not just for our own culture. This is the working of the Holy Spirit to reunify the nations, um, but we have to acknowledge that. Uh, <clears throat> but then we see conflict with that. Because Stephen, um, who, again, is appointed for logistical ministry, but we see also then God saying that line is not that clear because he's going to start doing signs and wonders and proclaiming. And, and all of the, the apostles seem totally cool with this, right? Uh, but he's proclaiming in the synagogue of the freedmen. Now, what does that mean? That means Greek uh, 
Greek slaves, Roman slaves, um, who were freed and were therefore able to um, join whatever religion they wanted, uh, which they decided to become Jewish. Uh, And that, so here is a non-Jewish guy going to a synagogue of non-Jewish people, um, and he is going to be rejected by them. (laughs) Who does the Holy Spirit send us to, right? Um, and we're going to see him be cruci- we're going to see him be killed uh, tomorrow. But who does the Holy Spirit send us to? It is too easy to allow the racial divides, um, the cultural divides in our society, to dictate to us who we should or shouldn't go to, or who will or will not respond to us. I'm sure there was a moment where Stephen thought, "Well, I'm you know not a Jew, so let me go to the synagogue of non-Jews and they'll respond to me," and they didn't. When at the same time, these non-Jews being appointed was part of what brought Jewish people back. You know, I can speak to, um, you know, myself uh, at a Korean church, predominantly Korean church. How many times I've heard people say, well, you can't invite non-Koreans to a Korean church. Um, and that's just wrong, right? Because we don't feel that way about white churches. We don't feel that way about black churches. Uh, and I've heard people say, you know, we can't um, go out to people who aren't Korean. And that's just wrong. And I think also, but then we assume that if we were to go out to Koreans, that they would respond and then they don't. Um, And so I think, and then sometimes we have people who say like, let's just not think about race at all. And the Bible throws that away too. Listen, our cultural differences are there. We must acknowledge them, but we must understand that the Holy Spirit uses us, therefore, in our understanding of our own culture for the sake of people within that culture to care for the widows, but also then to go out of that culture. And we need to embrace the power and the purpose of the Holy Spirit for both of those things.